154th sign. In his book Saif al-Jistiyai, Bir Mahal Ali Shah of Gold dubbed me a plagiarist, meaning that in his opinion I had copied my subject matter from the works of others. God punished him for this calumny in so far as he himself was found guilty in a court of law for plagiarizing the notes of Muhammad Hassan Bhain during the course of Karamdin's litigation, where the evidence was presented under oath. Thus, the sign of God Almighty appeared by the fulfillment of the revelation, I shall humiliate him who designs to humiliate you. 155th sign. It was also a sign of God Almighty that after 1882, he prevented the publication of the final part of Brahina Ahmadiyya for 23 years for the fulfillment of his word, that he might make Brahina Ahmadiyya as a sign, for it contained a number of prophecies that were yet to be fulfilled, and there were such promises about me as had not yet been realized. It was necessary that the fulfillment of all those signs and those promises be shown in that very book, so that the book Brahina Ahmadiyya would become worthy of its name. Had Brahina Ahmadiyya been completed before the fulfillment of those prophecies, it would have been an imperfect book. This is why God, whose works are all based on wisdom and appropriateness, was pleased to will that the printing and publication of the remaining portion of Brahina Ahmadiyya be postponed until the prophecies recorded in Brahina Ahmadiyya were fulfilled, because that book as its name Brahina Ahmadiyya suggests, has been written so that it would make manifest the proofs that Islam possesses, and the foremost among its convincing arguments are heavenly signs, which have nothing to do with the human power. Therefore, it was essential that as many heavenly signs be recorded in it as would suffice to clinch the argument vis-à-vis -vis the enemy. As it was promised to document 300 heavenly signs in Brahina Ahmadiyya, God pleased to will the fulfillment of those words. The opponents, out of ignorance, continued to clamor and falsely accused me to have stopped the publication of Brahina Ahmadiyya forever to misappropriate people's money. However, what I have described is the very wisdom for the delay in the publication of Brahina Ahmadiyya. I am certain that no reasonable person would deny this, but only those who are bereft of faith and honesty. And the wrongdoers will soon know to what place of return they shall return. Surah Shuara, chapter 26, verse 228 of the Holy Quran. Allah the Almighty says in the Holy Quran, Surah Al-Furqan, chapter 25, verse 33 of the Holy Quran, meaning that the disbelievers ask why the Holy Quran did not descend all at once. It had to be this way so that we could comfort your heart from time to time and so that those truths and verities which are connected to time should be manifested only at their own time, because it becomes difficult to understand something before its due time. Due to this wisdom, God revealed the Holy Quran over a period of 23 years, so that during that period the promised signs would also become manifest. Therefore, I believe that before 23 years are completed for the delay in the book Brahina Ahmadiyya, its fifth volume will be published in the country, and God Almighty has alluded to 23 years in Brahina Ahmadiyya as well, for God says, O Ahmad, this is the figurative name of this humble one. God has infused you with blessing. The gracious God has taught you the Holy Quran, meaning that you are not indebted to any of your contemporaries. God is your teacher. 
God has taught you the Holy Quran so that you may warn those whose forefathers were not warned, and so that God's argument be completed and the way of the sinners becomes manifest. Proclaim to them that I have been appointed by God and I am the foremost to believe in this matter. And because the teaching of the Holy Quran to the Holy Prophet, may peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, was completed in a 23-year period before this, it was therefore necessary in order to establish a resemblance that now the period for teaching the Holy Quran should also have been fixed at 23 so that all the signs that were promised could be fulfilled. Rumi also speaks of this. The composition of this matnawi has been delayed. Time is needed for the blood to turn into milk. 156th sign. I have previously written this sign in the closing pages of Taskiratush Shahadatan. The sign is that in October 1903, I had decided to write a booklet about the martyrdom of Sahib Zada Abdul Latif and Sheikh Abdul Rahman, who were put to death with the utmost cruelty. I had proposed Taskiratu Shahadatan as the title of the booklet. However, it so happened that I began to suffer from renal colic. I had intended to finish the booklet by October 16, 1903, for it was necessary to go to Gurdaspur to appear in a criminal case which one of my opponents had filed against me. At that time I supplicated before God, O oh my Allah, I want to write a booklet about the blessed martyr Abdul Latif and renal colic has started. Grant me cure. I had once before suffered from renal colic for ten continuous days and had come to the verge of death on account of it. On this occasion too I feared the same. I told my members of my family that I would pray and they should say Amin. Then, in this state of severe pain, I prayed for the cure and they said Amin. So I say under oath in the name of God Almighty, oath in whose name is greater than all evidence, that I had not yet completed my prayer when I was overtaken by drowsiness and I received the revelation. Peace is the word from the merciful Lord. I immediately communicated this revelation to the members of my family and to all those present at the time. Allah the All-Knowing is well aware that before six o'clock in the morning, I recovered fully and I completed half the book the same day. So Allah be praised for all this. See the last part of Tazkiratu Shahadatayn. 157th Sign The martyrdom of Sahib Adam Malvi Abdul Latif is also a sign of my truth. For ever since God created the world, it has never happened that a person should knowingly sacrifice his life for the sake of an impostor, charlatan, and liar, put his wife through the misery of becoming a widow, be willing to make his children orphans, and embrace death by stoning for himself. True, there are hundreds of people who are killed unjustly, but when I proclaim here the martyrdom of Sahib Zada Malvi Abdul Latif to be a grand sign, it is not because he was killed unjustly and was martyred, rather it is because he demonstrated such steadfastness at the time of his martyrdom that there cannot be any greater miracle than that. On three different occasions, the emir counseled him gently that if he would only renounce the oath of allegiance to the man from Qadian who claimed to be the promised Messiah, he would be freed and indeed he would be honored even more than before. Otherwise, he would be stoned to death. But every time he replied, I am a man of learning and have experienced the world. I have entered into this bed, pledge of allegiance, by way of enlightened conviction. I know him to be better than the whole world.
He was tied from head to foot with a heavy chain. He was then counseled time and again and was promised honor if he renounced his bayat, for he had long-standing relationship with the state of Kabul and possessed privileges in the state due to his services. But he repeatedly said, I am not insane. I have found the truth. I am absolutely convinced that the Messiah who was to come is none other than the one in whose hands I have pledged bayat. Then despairing of him, they put a string through his nose and led him in chains to the ground for stoning. Just before stoning him to death, the Amir once again advised him, There is still time for you to revoke the bayat and renounce. He replied, This shall never be. Now my end is near. I would never prefer the life of this world over my faith. It is reported that after witnessing such perseverance on his part, hundreds of people were awestruck and their hearts trembled and they declared, How unshakable is this faith? We have never seen anything like it. And there were many who said, If the man to whom he pledged allegiance had not been from God, Sahibzada Abdul Latif could never have shown such perseverance. Thereafter, this innocent man was stoned to death, but he did not let out so much as a sigh. For forty days his dead body lay in the pile of stones. His last words were that he would not remain dead more than six days. In response to this, the emir posted a guard at the place of his stoning for fear that it was some sort of trickery. But what he meant by this statement was that within six days his soul would be raised to heaven with a new body. Ponder over it with honesty and fairness. Can the people belonging to a movement which is based on nothing but fraud, deceit, lies, and fabrication demonstrate such steadfastness and courage that they willingly agree to be crushed by stones without any regard for their children and wives? They surrendered their lives with such courage and refused to give up this path, despite repeated promises of freedom, contingent upon breaking their covenant. Similarly, Sheikh Abdul Rahman was slaughtered in Kabul. All the while he remained resolute and did not offer to break his bed in exchange for his freedom. This is the very sign of a true religion and a true imam, that when someone attains full cognition of him and one's heart and soul is satiated with the sweetness of faith, such persons do not fear death in this path. Of course, those whose faith is superficial and faith has not entered into the fabric of their being, like Judas Iscariot, can turn apostate for a petty temptation. There are quite a few instances of such unholy apostate in the time of each prophet. God be thanked that I am accompanied by a large jamaat of sincere followers, each one of whom is a sign in my support. This indeed is the grace of my God. Lord, you are my paradise, and your mercy is my shelter, and your signs are my food, and your grace is my attire. An ode by the author. I am a humble servant honored by the gracious Lord. Opposition to me is poison, whereas peace with me is a haven of safety. I am the garden of guidance. I am truthful and a reformer and redeemer. One who flees from me flees from the Lord of all the creation, for I am the straight path, the path to safety. My soul is like a dove, a symbol of divine glorification, or it is a sweet-singing, melodious nightingale. I have not come to you untimely, nor is my coming idle or meaningless. I came at a time when it was akin to a pitch-black night. O people, abandon your greed and avarice. 
Be penitent, for Allah is the Lord most compassionate. God is so benevolent, he forgives the God-fearing. How lucky is the one who repents after committing a sin. O people, be mindful of your death. When death strikes, it does not relent, but ceases suddenly. O ye who are so fond of maligning me, beware, all virtue lies in truthfulness. Therefore, embrace the truth and you will be secure. Any attempt to humiliate me is vain, for he does not permit anyone close to him to suffer humiliation. My signs have come to you, but you have rejected them, and you have witnessed the arguments in my favor, yet you behave arrogantly. Have you received intimation of your acquittal from the Lord of all creation? Or have you somehow perceived that your life will never end? If you are intent on waging war, I will pounce upon you like a lion hunting its prey. I am not afraid to fight my enemies or to face their bows and arrows. My heart does not shy away from entering the field of battle. Look at Abdul Hakim and his misguidance. He does not speak but howls like a wolf. Arrogance fuels the flames of his ego. This arrogance was given birth by his temporal wealth. Pride and affluence equates to ignorance, akin to a cloud which cannot retain the little water it has. The efforts of our opponents are futile against us. Ours is the sword of the gracious God that will never face any detriment. The light of God shines on my countenance, if only one of you had the eyes for it. O Abdul Hakim, the words you have spoken in my opposition are like a stone hurled against a sharp sword. By God, the friend of God will never be disgraced. By God, you will never succeed and you shall be rejected. This is a strong and incontrovertible tiding from God. Listen, the time of its fulfillment is close at hand. By God, all threads of deception will be cut asunder, regardless of whether the deception is mild or strong. You may call me a kafir, for there is nothing new in this denunciation. It is an age-old tradition still being practiced. The companions of our Prophet were also declared disbelievers. It was said that they were cursed apostates, but their greatness remains what it is. Seek repentance for your slanders and hasten to me with repentance. O ye who doubt, I am ever ready to forgive. If you wish to fight, I am ready to fight. Come out in the fray. My tent is pitched in the field of battle. My words are sharp like a pointed spear or a grinding jawbone. Many are the hearts whose veils I have torn off. Many are the bosoms that I have wounded and do now. I have fought everyone who denied my truth. In the end you have been involved in the battle and will soon know. In you there is a sign for me from my Lord. You may not know it, but we know it. You called me a Dajjal and imputed lies to me. You tell lies and engage in battle over nothing. Only God's will shall be done, O slave of your ego. The day will come when he shall openly expose what you are trying to conceal. Truth is the upstanding armor which shall protect me. Beware, I am a riding warrior in hot pursuit.